tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is my jam! I'm hoping that they can play it all the way through. I love, like, the end of... Yeah. Just have it in the background. Because I know the fans love it, as they love this after show, as we talk about the league here Darn right. on AfterBuzz TV. With a I... clean shave and George Hermosa. That's right. That's right. Just because, you know, I, I, I told myself I was going to shave once the Patriots lost, and I'm a man of my word. So once that playoff time comes around, it's back to no shave, uh, no shave playoff. There you go. It's almost there. The... I like the part. Uh, but yeah, we're here on AfterBuzz TV talking about the league. We're going to talk about the penultimate episode of That's the right. league. That's right. Ever. I, ever. Not this season. Not this ever. season. I am joined today by the illustrious... Ma- oh, wow. I like the part. Illustrious, magnificent, intelligent... Uh, Yeah. Phil Spitek, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I, I heard we had a great replacement last time for me. Replacements? Yeah. Well, Steve and Christy were here. I know, I know Christy was here as uh, we were kind of talking about the female gender, so she needed to have her two cents, maybe even three cents in, okay. to defend her gender, rightfully so. You know, I mean, she, want, she wanted to say that not all women are crazy, and uh, she proved us uh, right. But uh, I am George Hermosa. See what I did there? I, I, I see what you did there. I am George Hermosa, and we're going to talk about this uh, second-to-last penultimate episode ever of the league called The 13 Stages of Grief. It's very, uh, it's a very sad. Uh, it's been a couple of sad episodes. I agree. Of yeah. course, we're, we're, uh, you weren't here last time we covered it, but I know you watched it, and where uh, Sophia passed away. Yeah. That was just kind of sudden. I mean, I know she's been in Puerto Rico all, uh, all season, uh, but it turns out she had a... Uh, a procedure. Of course, we're, we all saw the we all saw the last episode or second last episode. But she she passed away, and, and the whole episode was kind of Ruxin and the animation thing. What do you, you, you think of them? I was kind of curious what you thought about the whole animation. thing. Uh, I, I I like uh, I like Rafi and Dirty Randy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I obviously I, I understand why they chose to make an animation. <laughs> it just seemed easier, especially when you're going to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I but ultimately, I want to know the debate of. If she went to Andre, would she still be alive? Ooh. My gut says yes. That's a good point. Andre is the number one plastic surgeon in Chicago. But I like the whole uh, continuity thing of, uh, I know they didn't show him, but we can clearly know based on past episodes, it's Aziz Ansari, who got, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, when you, when you can't, like, malpractice. Mm-hmm. So obviously now he's a doctor in Puerto Rico, so maybe that's why he was a doctor. So he was the one that kind of caused, you know, the Sophia death. Most likely, yeah, could have been, could have been, but yeah, very, very morbid. I don't, uh, you know, we, we've talked about this before. It's always great when you have Ruxin in an episode, but now I take it back. It's great to have Ruxin in an episode when he's upbeat. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, he, he's obviously still a little bit grieving about his uh, wife who passed away. Um, obviously, it kind of starts off with them, um, you know, going over, you know, the, the team and the league. Should we let him win? Should we not let him win? Everything kind of looks like it's back to normal, uh, apparently, you know. But uh, first is Rafi kind of taking over that role of Sophia, which obviously, for those who maybe might have missed it here and there, Rafi and Sophia are siblings. So Rafi is, you know, obviously the brother-in-law of Ruxin. And, Hard and, to believe, but yes. I know. Very, very uh, opposite of personalities. But now we kind of saw why he uh, is so different from that last episode. Of, I mean, we, we, I guess we meet Sophia's dad. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that was a good little backstory, especially kind of, you know, because Rafi is so out there. So it's it was good to see that aspect of it. In terms of the 13 stages of grief, what do you think the, the missing holes were? In the episode, we know uh, shallow hole is one of them, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or shallow grave, whatever. Um, the dead raccoon, yeah. Uh, letting go via sex one last time. <laughs> See, I mean, I, I guess it's maybe not too different than maybe. I mean, I guess it's very, very different. But in any ways, it's not that different as far as losing, you know, a loved one or maybe even breaking up with somebody. So I'm assuming that maybe strip club might be in there somewhere. I mean, you gotta get over it somehow. I don't know. I thought that's what 13 was. I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, but, yeah, sure, you know, strip club, why not? Maybe maybe that's going to be the next episode. Maybe maybe they just went over the 12th, and then next week is the 13th. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, uh, next week is kind of a big show, kind of a big deal. Yeah, it'll be I, interesting how they wrap this up. I mean, I'm saying I'm excited, but not too excited because the show's over. Um, I know in the past, in the past where we've seen a lot of shows, knowing it's the finale, I know we see a lot of shows where – you, you don't know that's the final episode, but we know this is the final episode. It's not getting canceled. It just, you know, it's over. Yeah. I think it's season seven. So, I mean, it's kind of, kind of yeah. has its time. It's had a good run. Um, in, in terms of, yeah, I, I like how far Rafi's always able to take things. And, mm-hmm. and obviously he pretty much became Sophia, um, with the exception of the gagging. <laughs> I, I've said this before, and it must be so easy to write for Rafi because you can do anything. Yeah, there's nothing that w- won't make sense for that character. But at the same, there's that. But it's also it, it, regardless for Taco and him and Dirty Randy, mm-hmm. there's still got to be. It, it's still got to make sense at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, just even kind of like toilet water and 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 the plunger and mm-hmm. you know how he had thick pee. It all has to kind of come from something. It, it, it has to be granted in reality and just twisted on its head. Yeah. Um, but the fact, I, I give him so much credit the way he's able to. <laughs> I, w- I will say early, early on on then uh, we're kind of maybe talking flashback on previous episodes of the season or of the league um, of previous seasons is looking back this show, um, looking back on the show. I wasn't really a big fan of Rafi in the beginning because he was kind of out there. But as time went by, I'm like, okay, I kind of get what this character is now. And, uh, dude, I like it now. I really do like his character. I think he he brings a lot more to the table. I think he adds a certain element. And he does add an extra dimension to that whole group, which kind of, in some terms, seem a little bit more tame compared to Rafi. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, Ruxin's never... I don't think he's ever going to change. I don't. I don't think the Sophia. It'll be interesting how he actually reacts because I. I don't think he's fully grieved about Sophia. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's just gotten over the fact of Rafi trying to make him feel better. I. I, I did get a little uh, 
Or I did like the part where I guess Rafi kind of insisting on, I guess, making love with Ruxin. Just obviously his whole demeanor is like, well, you know, it's got to happen, you know, with this. And then I was kind of weird. I was like, out of all things, vanilla candles makes Rafi gag. Out of everything in the entire world, not a dead raccoon or, you know, whatever it is, vanilla candles out of everything. Because vanilla candles uh, symbolize beauty. I don't know. Like it, it's, it's like the complete opposite of Rafi. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It'd be like, hey, I brought you some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but speaking of Rafi, uh, he's part of the reason why the Draft League page for for them was, uh, I guess, suspended? Or well, just, it went down. It went down. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's just what, what he canceled, suspended, definitely something. It's not working anymore, certainly. I mean, it turns out that in Puerto Rico, Rafi and Dirty Randy were caught having sex with birds. And at, a, at a park. At a national park, apparently. Um, but so I like tacos. See, again, that, that's where when, when you can kind of play off of them of, like, the, the birds, they, they did seem to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they, they had video and put it up on the boards. And obviously, I guess whoever is in charge of that, I know some places do Yahoo or, or CBS or NFL Fantasy Whatever it is, did not like the video, thus taking down the page. And if anybody's in a fantasy football league, knows that there's a lot of calculations done that you're kind of thankful that you don't have to do it yourself. It's kind of like a – I don't remember how I ever went bowling when you had to manually take score. A bowling doesn't make sense to anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's like 10 pins, but yet if you hit 12, that's like 220. Alexis, you on the uh, on the boards? I am. Alexis, briefly, you understand bowling better than anyone I know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> How the hell does it work? I, I, don't, I wouldn't even, I don't really know the, the. Uh, okay, I'm trying to think of rules. See, okay, so obviously like you hit your pins, but if you hit a spare, that means you, you kind of times something, add 10 or 20 to your first, the next, the next throw or whatever they're called. Yeah. It's just annoying. But if you hit a strike, then it's like it's it goes over on the, on the, the first, second one, yeah. 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 So yeah, if if let's say you you did hit a spare, it would add on to the next into into your next into your first throw into your next frame. Yeah, and then for a strike, it would be the frame that you already did. Yeah, so I mean, my, my point is like I can't even imagine how to keep score. Like, thankfully, they have it automated. Yes. in the alley, <laughs> and in, in Kevin's terms, he, he probably was thankful that this whole time he didn't have to take calculations because based on his math, uh, it, it was a lot of trouble. Obviously, you know, you can just click on here, click on there. He's getting faxes, texts, I don't think emails. I, I don't think the math is that much trouble. I think it's just the fact of, again, the... Um, the setting play, your lineup. And yeah, setting the lineup. And what free agency. Exactly. Uh, I think that's more confusing. But I feel like there's an app for that. Well, there is, but they can't access the app. They can't access the league page. Yeah, but if, like, like just input your players... <laughs> Like at the very, you know what I mean? Like a bare bones yeah. fantasy type but, scenario of like. But also the, too, not all leagues have the same like scoring system. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that the league, some, certain leagues change up their scoring systems, which makes it even more confusing. And I will say this. And yeah, I do agree with how, how difficult it must have been for Kevin because I go through my lineup 15, 20 times in those last 10 minutes before the games actually start because I'm so indecisive. So I can only imagine from getting from Kevin and first off, fax machines. That's his way of communication. 
Well, here's the, the, the I think uh, obviously email could work, but at the same time, you know, the nice part about fax is that it's time stamped. That's true. You know, so that way point. you can, again, if needed, you what can about texts? Like, text. Yeah, I guess they could be, you know, but you just need an official thing. Yeah. I mean, it turns out, he, I mean, it was fine. I, I, it turned, I looked like he loved it. He, Kevin has always been the biggest fan of this league in general, um, as far as just being Brian? the commissioner. Brian? Brian, yeah. Wait, which one's the tall guy? Tall guy is Pete. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, I was going to call him Brian. No, R- Rafi kept calling Pete, uh, Kevin Brian. Yeah. Hey, there was right. Brian, tall guy. Of course, there's Roxy, because that's his brother-in-law. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I, I think Kevin loved it. I, I, I think he liked this whole aspect of just, you know, being the commissioner. Actually, probably is no different than actually being maybe even a GM of a team where you're making trades or you're trying to pick up guys off the free agency. You know, you're making calls, you're receiving calls. So I'm, I'm sure he loved I, it. It's probably the closest thing to being I think there. so, too. I, I think, you know, he could have utilized an Excel sheet because then yeah. you could type the players in, you could change them, and... It adds things up for you. That's true. That's a good point. You're so smart. See now. See, and, and, and no one I called you illustrious. Uh, another kind of little side thing is, uh, I know we've we've been mentioning them in the past few weeks and uh, all season long. Pete and the DraftKings thing. I know he kind of dropped some mm-hmm. hints early on in the episode, or early on in the season, saying, you know, I'm going to try this DraftKings thing, and obviously this whole product placement thing. So he's always he's not he's not just saying. I'm going to join DraftKings. It's, ooh, I'm going to join DraftKings because they pay weekly. Oh, because uh, it's one-week fantasy league. And now it's like, oh, I'm in the going to be in the DraftKings. I'm going to be in the million-dollar world championship. It's like, wow. I guess uh, their DraftKings are really, really paying them a lot of money to do that. But I think so. I, You know, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. That I'm not sure if it's integrated or not. I will say this. Watch South Park. If <laughs> I will say this. I did win $27 not like two weeks ago on DraftKings. Dude, if you times that by 10, oh, I know. that's a lot. And it sucks because, like, I think I only put in, like, five bucks. So just imagine, yeah, if I would have maybe played a bigger or bigger lobby, I guess they call them. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and, of course, nobody likes it when they when Pete talks about the DraftKings. So it's like, hey, you're in our league, so don't be talking about your one-week fantasy. So, of course, Pete just keeps saying, oh, well, I'm going to be in the World Championships, which obviously is going to be next week since mm-hmm. it's the last episode. I guess it, what would be the... Well, I mean, if it's penultimate, then what tomorrow, the next week would be the just the... The finale. Well, I mean, is there like a cooler scientific name? The penultimate? The ultimate? The ultimate? The ultimate <laughs> episode? Yeah. I mean, it does come from the Latin word ultimo, which means uh, last in Spanish. I don't know. Getting lessons all over the place That's from George Hermosa. Right. Um... Yeah, so you had Pede and, and, you know, obviously with this whole DraftKings thing. Um, and then we kind of had uh, this whole, like, reservation thing that Andre was trying to get, but under Ruxin's name. Yeah, I didn't quite understand this. I mean, obviously, it's there's not much to have to See, understand. I was going to ask you, like, what's the big deal about this restaurant? Did I miss something? Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. It's... Chicago's kind of known for their restaurants, I guess. I've never been. I can't speak to it. Because I guess I guess Ruxin made the we made the reservation with, uh, or as Andre would call it, a resi. Uh, made the reservation. I think he just had it with with, with Sophia. Yeah, but well, I think was it because of that Shiva looking thing at the end? Maybe. I mean, I I I think Ruxin, from what I gathered, Ruxin just happened. It'd it, it be like uh, it, it's a perk of the job. It'd be like. 
me telling you, George, like, hey, you know what? Because you're an AfterBuzz host, um, I, I got you a reservation at uh, Chateau Marmont really? um, for New Year's Eve. Really? Yes, I did. I've been trying this whole time to get there this whole time. Oh, well. Thank you so much. You can go. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but at the end of it, they all kind of go. They are at this restaurant. They're kind of, kind of having this uh, powwow, this maybe end of the league powwow, where Kevin's like, well, you know what? Screw this. We're just going to have a winner. Uh, everybody makes the playoffs. Highest score gets a Shiva. Lowest score gets a Sako. It's a which, fun way to go. Yeah. Just, you know, screw it. Just all out. Final eight. So uh, I'm kind of curious uh, how that's going to play out. I like Taco. Like, ah. I lost fair and square. <laughs> um, I got stuff to do next week. And there's no way to prove this because nobody was in my mind. But and um, I was thinking about last, uh, not last, but a few of the past penultimate episodes of certain series. And I'm like, I wonder if this is going to end in a cliffhanger. I don't think I can't. And it turns out it did. Oh, if this episode. Yeah. Of yeah. course this one's going to end in a cliffhanger. Yeah. You got to drop the bomb. You have to. I mean, you got to have something to look forward to. The last. I mean, I've I've seen it all with like the Shield, Entourage. I think Prison Break too. Those are the kind of the shows that I was watching back in the day. They all had a very, you know, climactic. UFC didn't have a cliffhanger. Well, they, they keep they keep going. <laughs> um, they're still on, but uh, yeah. So so um, even we even see it in wrestling all the time. But uh, yeah, we do see it. It's always that last Raw before WrestleMania. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta have a cliffhanger. Gotta have a cliffhanger, and what a cliffhanger this was! Because right when you thought that she was gone, good old Megan comes back, and uh, she's pregnant. She's pregos and fat, and fat, but just pregos. Um, so obviously, before you even see a chance for Andre to react, we gotta we uh, gotta watch next week to really see how he ends up reacting. Because obviously, we see his face; he's shocked, but that's how the episode ends. Well, obviously, they liked each other. Um, and they kind of broke up for a silly reason. Yes, they did. So um, I mean, and I mean, if and we're assuming it, that it's his because the timing of everything just yeah because I mean, they were already together in the beginning of the season. So who knows how long? Plus, I mean, I don't I don't think she slept around much yeah. besides him. But she, I mean, she was just very controlling, and obviously uh, came down to fantasy football. Yeah, which but, uh, it came down to fantasy football with Pete. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm excited for the the next week, the final episode of The League. Do you think Pete and Megan will get back together? <laughs> Is this how anymore. it comes? Why not? I don't know. What if it's his? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. Maybe that would have been like, oh, right before they got together. You know, I, I don't know. That's interesting. A lot can happen next week. Speaking of it, did you have any favorite episodes, uh, moments of this episode? Um... I like Rafi. I, I just like Rafi in general. So I, I thought he did really great, um, you know. And, and and when he interacted with Taco, that's fun. I, I think if they could have yeah. a few scenes, just li- just at least one good one next week <laughs> with Rafi and Taco, just because they're on such a yeah. weird level. Yeah, I like the whole my face thing because obviously they had to do down and then the the, the crap talking with like the cum junkie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was whole funny. Uh, but yeah, no such thing. We are going to be here next week for the very last time. Very last time as we recap the last episode of the league. So 
uh, feel free to give us uh, uh, where, where am I? iTunes, uh, YouTube. I can't even talk right now. Um, you know, I want to know what everybody's favorite episodes, favorite moments of the league. We're going to talk about it next week. We're going to recap not the whole right, series ever. We're going to do a three-hour show. Yeah, we're not going to recap the whole series, but you know, we are going to talk about maybe just some flashbacks, some whatnot. Maybe my favorite episode, maybe your favorite episode, maybe your favorite episode. But uh, we will see you next week on the very last episode of the League After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Stay I am George Moses. Phil's. You say your name. I can't say your name. Speed Tech. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all the above. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.